So, Jeremy, I want to welcome you to the podcast. I'm glad today that you took some time to to be with us. Jeremy Nagel is on the podcast. He's the creator of the app Focus Bear, and I think this is relevant for all of us here in the landscaping, lawn care, green industry. I think it's something that will help us. Jeremy, welcome to Green Digital. Thanks very much for having me on the show. Yeah. Let's start with a little introduction. Maybe tell us a little bit about who you are and what you've done and just introduce us to you, if you would. Sure. So I've been a software developer for the last 12 years or so. And when you were talking about green before, I've worked for solar companies in the past. So I have some empathy there. And also I was doing a a certificate in carpentry because my grandfather and all of the past generations were actually carpenters. My last name actually was originally Nugglehout, which means carpenter in Dutch. So I've got a, an inclination towards that. And even though I'm mostly not on the tools at all, I would like to someday be there. So cool to be yeah. able to talk with you about that. Great. So how did you get into technology? What's your history there? What, what happened to bring you to the place where what we're going to talk about today? What actually got me into software development was playing computer games. There was a, a game that I played as a teenager which called RuneScape, which required a lot of clicking in order to do menial tasks like mining coal or going and killing chickens to get their feathers. And I grew tired of having to click all the time and I sought a way to automate it, which I think is somewhat applicable to business that there are often dull tasks that we try and automate. I found, a, <laughs> yep, I found a community of people who had developed basically a cheat bot, which you could program to go and click on certain colors. And then later it became more advanced and we were able to find chickens on the screen using a sort of radar system. And I was highly motivated because I really wanted to get better at this game. So I spent hours in the evening. I'd keep on working on it until 3 a.m. at night, trying to get my cheat system using Java, which is a programming language, to be able to go and kill chickens for me in its own time. And that was my intro into actually learning how to code. And even though that's a bit of a nefarious way, and I, I don't necessarily recommend cheating in games, even though it doesn't really have any consequences, but don't recommend cheating in real life. It was a great way for me to develop those skills, even though it, it seemed a bit strange. It meant that it was very easy for me to pick up work as a, a programmer later because I already had thousands of hours of learning to code through this network that I was in. And then I ended up at university, I did environmental science. So I learned a, a lot in the, the green area and worked for a number of companies, freelanced for quite some time, it struggled a bit in my early career due to my ADHD. I, I got fired from quite a few jobs due to sometimes being a little bit unfiltered with the way that I gave feedback and I do things like email the CEO of the company and give him my two cents, some ideas. And sometimes that was well received, sometimes that wasn't. And over time, I got a bit better and was able to both improve my technical skills and also my restraint with the things that I would say and have been working as a, a software developer for a few years. And then more recently, I had a, a side business where I was making software 
for being able to send SMS for businesses. So that got used by some of the, the people in your target audience in terms of some solar installers and some landscapers and other tradespeople, as well as general other service businesses, where they just want to make sure that if they are going on site, they want to make sure that the customer is actually going to be there. And SMS is a very effective way of actually communicating with customers that they often won't pick up phone calls, but they will read an SMS. So I ended up building that company to 500 customers or so, and then sold it to a large SMS business last year. And now that's my day job handling that. And my new side project is Focus Bear, which is a, an app to help with ADHD symptoms. So it helps to regulate distractions, which means that while I'm working, I am actually working and I'm not tempted to go and look at the news to see, oh, I wonder what happened or check my email or check TikTok, anything like that. It keeps me on task. And that's the reason I thought it would be great to have you on. And I do uh, think that what we're talking about today is really relevant to the audience we have. Many I think people who go into business for themselves, especially in a trade, typically were not well fitted for uh, school or heavy structure. And sometimes it was difficult for them to function correctly there. I think all of us, adults, children, teenagers, all of us have problems with distraction just because of the culture that we live in. I think we all have too much coming at us already, even if we don't uh, have ADHD, I, I still think that there's a distractive element to our society now where there's just very difficult for anyone to focus on one thing because of so much that happens in our lives. And I think that running a company is very difficult. Finding times to put time toward your block of focus for certain incredibly important tasks becomes more and more difficult today. And I'm excited. I'm going to download this app, give it a shot and see even how it would, it would affect how I function because I'm also very time oriented and very block focused oriented, and it helps me to stay on task. I think all of us struggle with that. And so I want to hear how this app is affecting people in the industry that might do run a business or run a corporation? What's it accomplishing? How's it working? Give us a little more insight into the bear. And I love the the saying, I, th I think you're called the founder and chief bear obeyer. So chief, I guess, bear obeyer must be a, a term you use throughout the throughout the corporation or your business. So I think it's pretty interesting to, to see that. I thought that was funny, but tell us about the app and, and how it works and how it's affecting people and how it's making their lives different. Yeah, sure. So the overall premise of the app is that our computers and our phones, like you said, real sources of distraction a lot of the time, but they can also help us to be more productive if we can channel them the right way. And the purpose of the app is basically to help you to choose one thing and to stick to that for a certain amount of time. So some of the ways that people use it, there's two aspects. One is that it's very helpful for establishing structure, even though you talked about how the conventional structure of school and business and work may not be that fitting for, for some of the people, and that may be a reason why they're in the trades. But I, I think structure is still important. One of the things I've been realizing is that for my own business, consistency is super key. That, for example, with content marketing, I'm working on blog posts that I 
want to put out there. And in the past, I've been very lackadaisical about it, that I haven't really written anything for several weeks, and then I'll have this burst of enthusiasm, and I'll write three articles in one day. But actually, what I found is that for that and for other tasks like bookkeeping, it's much better if I spend a little bit of time every day. And that's one of the features of the app, that it's got a, a tool around setting up daily habits, which can include using technology, but only certain parts of it. So for example, when I'm doing my content creation habit in the morning, it opens up my AI content writing tool, but nothing else. So I can go through and I'll edit those articles that AI has written for me. Often they're not that great the first time around, and I'll put them into the queue for my webmaster to then upload. And I actually, um, I get a lot done in that time. I have 10 minutes allocated. And in that time, I'll edit a 3000 word article. And that has meant that each week, rather than maybe me doing on average one post per week, I'm now doing three or four per week. And that over time has had real, really powerful SEO benefits just through consistency. And the same thing applies with many of the things that I dread in business, that part of it is just about being willing to delegate it if I can. But in other cases, if there are things where, for example, my bookkeeper needs me to go and export some data from my PayPal account and from my other financial statements, and I don't want to give him full access to those accounts, so I do have to do it. But it's something where if I spend a little bit of time every day, then it's not a problem. But if I let it build up, then it becomes a big problem. And when I'm doing those tasks, I think what has happened for me in the past and for other people who use the app is that I start on a task and I don't really want to do it. So even starting is very hard. And then I'll get a ding on my phone and I'll see there's some kind of notification. There's breaking news or my favorite influencer has gone live and I'll abandon what I was doing before and go and look at that shiny object. And that was part of the inspiration for the app, both in terms of kicking off that task, but also making sure that I follow through on it. So while I'm doing my content writing, my computer is silenced. There's no notifications from anywhere else. And if I have this urge to go and read the news, if I go to, for example, uh, CNN or any news website that you might want to go to, it will be immediately blocked because I've said the only sites that are allowed for that particular activity uh, my content writing site, Google Docs, and a few other sites like that, and everything else will not be allowed. And the same thing on my phone, that if I try and go to a, a news app on my phone, it gets immediately blocked because it's not relevant for what I'm doing. And that's had big improvements for me and also other people. I think that the common thread that we hear is that the app helps people be consistent where previously they had been very inconsistent. And I like that it, it's across all platforms, right? If you're going to be working on budgeting, you're going to open up just that budgeting software or those budgeting tabs or websites that you need to have open. And that's going to block everything across all devices. Is that true for your phone and your tablet and anywhere else that might distract you that's laying around near you? Yeah, it's on Android, iOS, Windows, and Mac. So on most devices that people would have and like you said, if you were doing budgeting, you can set up either, if it's a daily activity, you can set it up as a, a habit where you put in Excel and MyOB or 
zero or whatever bookkeeping system you use and those are allowed but everything else is blocked or the other way is we have a focus mode feature where you can set up different modes for different types of work that there might be a, a marketing mode which would have google <clears throat> search console and content writing tools allowed and a, a finance or budgeting focus mode which would have your bookkeeping system and nothing else allowed so it helps you to compartmentalize your work to avoid starting one thing and then getting distracted by other things. Yeah. And it's important in it to focus on the right things. And I think that's where we are today is the distraction of all the devices that we have tends to take us away from the important focuses that we have sometimes to just entertainment or, and sometimes it can be good in good intentions, but we often are not focused on the right things for the right amount of time. And I like what you said about consistency. It's something about doing it at a certain, as a habit, as a life habit, creating those rituals that will help you stay uh, on course, helps you to meet goals, helps you to reach the uh, plateaus that you want to reach. So I think that's all fantastic. What kind of feedback are you getting from users? What are some some wins that you're hearing from folks as, as they're using this platform. And I, I want to ask also a follow-up question to that. Is it just the audience out there that's suffering from an ADHD lifestyle, or is it also any adult who is just suffering from distractions in life? It is a mixture. At the moment, we've got the majority of our users are people with ADHD because that's how we position it, that it's a productivity and habit tool for people with ADHD. But we do have, for example, a psychologist using it who is neurotypical, but he's been saying that it has really helped him to be a lot more focused, that he didn't realize how distracted he was in the past, but just by using the app and seeing where it is blocking things for him, that has helped him to see wow. actually yeah. a lot of the time it is very easy to get distracted. And people have commented that it helps them be healthier and fitter as well. There's a, a feature in the app which reminds people to take breaks because that can be a problem for many people with ADHD and people in general that we can be very sedentary. And especially with neurodivergent people, there can be a tendency to get into a state of hyper-focus where there's something that we're doing and we really are doing it that maybe finally I've got into my bookkeeping system after not doing it for many months. And there's a lot that I need to process and I just want to get to the end of it. And that can actually be a problem if it means that I'm glued to my chair and I'm not actually then getting up and, and drinking water or I'm not stretching and I'll end up with neck pain by the end of the day, for example. So the app reminds people to take breaks at regular intervals, which is recommended by optometrists, but often not done. And it, it can do things. I, I use it to remind me to do my calf stretches because I've got a, a slight calf injury at the moment. And that's really helped with rehabilitation, just doing that on a consistent basis. Yeah. And we also had feedback that someone uses it to remind them to clean their desk at the end of the day. And they've said, my desk has never been cleaner due to the three minutes of cleaning at the end of the day. Fantastic. That's one thing I, I want to touch on as well on the topic of habits that it can feel really overwhelming, the idea of creating behavioral change. And what I really like is BJ Fogg's philosophy of tiny habits where he has this idea that in order to build a routine or build a set of habits, it's important to start very small 
he recommends the idea of if you want to floss your teeth every day, start by just flossing one tooth and do that every day. And then you might build up to two teeth. And over time, it becomes really easy. But if you were to start by flossing your whole mouth, that might feel overwhelming. And that analogy can be applied to any habit that if you want to start a workout habit, then start by doing five minutes every day rather than starting by saying, I'm going to go to the gym and do a one-hour workout. Because if currently it's very inconsistent, that's going to be hard to achieve. And the same in business, if the goal is to do cold calls, for example, maybe do one cold call per day and gradually build it up over time. The folks that are listening to us or watching us today, Jeremy, are on uh, a pretty broad level of, of business ownership. Some of them have maybe working in a small lawn care business or landscape business. Maybe uh, they worked with their father when they've moved on to their own company. Others are in a more corporate level of lawn care and landscaping. Some are doing commercial, some are doing residential. So it's all over the place as to the types of work that they would have to have, the types of habits that they would have to focus on each day. This is more than just an alarm clock with a timer, right? You were talking about more than just setting some journal or planner down and saying for the next 60 minutes or 30 minutes, I'll be doing this task. This actually takes over your devices and controls what, what you don't see and keeps you on focus. H how does it move you to from just daily tasks to creating a habit like you mentioned, how does it become more of a habit to where it's now built in you? And maybe you can use the app for other habit building opportunities. Is that, am I thinking correctly in, in the way it trucks into your life? Yeah, you are. So it, starting with a, a timer is a, a really good way to go. I did try that in the past, but I found that even though having alarms was helpful, I would often ignore them. So th this is a, a little bit more in your face that at certain times, for example, at 5 p.m., my computer gets taken over because I often worked too much and would work late into the night. So at 5 p.m., computer goes almost blank and it shows up on my screen the things that I've told it that I want to do. And the first thing is go and make dinner because I... My, my business had taken over my life in the past and I wasn't being a good husband and I, I wasn't helping out with my chores and doing things like you know, making dinner and actually cleaning the house. So that's one of the, the ways that I use it to help with work-life balance. And then the other side of it is that in the morning, it will guide me through. I start with doing some exercise and some meditation and things like that to get me into the, the right headspace for productivity and then it's, I've got my content creation habit. So it, it's very clear what the next step is because it's on my computer. The whole screen is dedicated to what is the next habit and the same thing on my phone that until I've done those things, I can get into other work, but I have to deactivate it and give a reason for why I'm deactivating it. So it just creates a little bit of friction to try and help me to stick to what I had set out to achieve. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It doesn't make it easy to jump off uh, the plan and the program, which uh, often does that. Now, is it also going to give you that kind of focus on a mobile device as well, or is it mainly when you're working at your computer? It's on both. So on, okay. on the mobile, it has that same experience where in the morning, if I try and access TikTok, it's going to say, 
not right now. You said that you wanted to go for a run first. And okay. once I've unlocked those other activities, then I can, I don't actually use TikTok, but other email is more likely to be a problem for me that I can't check my work emails until I've done my practices to get myself into a, a good headspace in the morning. Yeah. This is fabulous. I'll tell you, this is just really encouraging to me. I think this is something we're going to share for quite some time. And I, I hope that folks find this valuable. What's the future look like for Focus Bear? What are you going to, how, you have any visions about what it will become, the things it will do in the future? I don't want you to give away any corporate secrets or design or that sort of thing. But how do you see this uh, being implemented more and more in people's lives as we go down the road? Sure. One of the things we're working on now is a, a time tracking implementation where if you're using a system like Zoho Projects or ClickUp for project management, and perhaps for some people, maybe less in the trades, but more if you were a bookkeeper or, or a, a lawyer or a freelancer, and you need to be able to provide timesheets to your clients we're adding in an integration there where while you are working on that client project, it will log it for you and then it will go into your time shading system and some of the other integrations as well will be, we'll have a, an Apple watch and an Android wear app to help with mm -hmm. reminders on that. And the other thing that is often a problem for people with ADHD is punctuality. So we're working on an app called Late No More, which ties in with Focus Bear. And basically it's like your normal calendar app, but it provides much more in your face notifications. Cause I found that I was often running late for client meetings and now I'm not because the app basically it will show very large notifications on the screen two minutes before. And then at the time it starts playing Siri style sound effects where my computer will talk to me and say, Jeremy, it's time for the meeting. You're about to be late for the meeting. And then it will play this song called you're late. So even <laughs> if I'm in an, another room, I'll hear it and run back and get on the call. So we'll do, we're going to do that for mobile as well because often being late for appointments isn't a great look, especially if you're a tradesperson, I think as well, that you really want to be on time, give a professional image. Fantastic. Jeremy, I really think this is a, a win for a lot of people. And if people want to know more about Focus Bear, they want to know more about you, the technology, if they want, you said the app, of course, is available on the App Store and I'm sure in Google Play and those places as well. But how do they learn more about you? How do they reach out to you if they want more information and, and get in touch with you if interested? They can go to focusbear.io and if they want to be in touch, I don't know if LinkedIn is commonly used, but I'm on LinkedIn. Otherwise, the contact form on the website is a good way to get in touch. Great. Thank you for this work. Thank you for, I'm sure, the impact it's making now and what it's going to make. Appreciate that. I know this is a sort of a life's passion for you in what you're doing because of how it helps you personally. But listen, this is great, and we can't wait to share it with our audience. Awesome. Thanks a lot for having me on, BJ. BJ. Yeah. Yeah. Good to have you. Thanks, Jeremy.